Welcome to Avondale Sky Winery. This is a story of risk, passion, and family. A story about rural life and community. A story about adapting to survive and learning to thrive. If you love wine, business, and the thrill of new ventures, then sit back and enjoy Avondale Sky Winery. In this episode, we'll learn about where it all began. From the dream of saving a community icon to the Cotino family taking the reins. Our story begins one sunny June afternoon in 2019, when Louis Cotino was relaxing at home with his wife, Avila. I was recently retired, and I got a call from Carl. Carl said, Dad, he said, uh, uh, is Mum there? Yeah, I'm good. can you put us on speakerphone? So I did. Uh, I want to discuss uh, a business venture. So, uh, well, what is it? Well, I can't tell you. Yeah, imagine asking your parents to sign a non-disclosure agreement. A friend of mine is a business broker. So I'm on his mailing list, as you do, as friends do. They're all in each other's mailing lists. And I always see everything that he has for sale, whether it's fish and chip trucks or laundromats or whatever. And, and one thing was said winery, and that caught my attention. I thought, that's interesting. Long story short, I, I asked him what it was, and he said it was a winery. And I couldn't believe it. I said, you're, you're crazy. None of us know anything about winemaking. Yeah, but Dad, this is what you've always wanted. No, I wanted a hobby farm, not <laughs> not a winery. Six chickens and probably, uh, you know, a little garden, uh, something so it keeps me active and get me up in the morning. Uh, they were probably the toughest sales pitch I probably ever had in my life. They pitched to my brother, okay, you're going to move from Halifax uh, out, out to uh, Newport Landing. Would that work for you? You know, and, and to my wife, of course, who everything's a sales pitch to your wife, right? Yeah, so we were laying in bed one night. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm ready to go to bed. Um, he has his laptop. He's going through emails. And he says, James, there's a winery for sale. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? And I was kind of like, okay, sure, yeah. And he was like, no, but like if we bought it. And I was like, you're crazy. I'm going to sleep. Um, so I literally rolled over and went to sleep. Dude, I didn't have all the answers of how it was going to work. I had a vision of how I think it could work. At least I know one thing for sure. It'll keep me and my family here in Nova Scotia for a number of years. And, uh, you know, with other careers, you don't know where it might take you. And Carl wasn't the only family member eager for a joint venture. His younger brother, Sean, was already flexing his entrepreneurial muscles. I think I've always uh, wanted to be an entrepreneur and do entrepreneurship. And I've, I had started something before, a little IC company. Um, this is just a much bigger venture, but I really didn't know much about wine. I thought Pinot Grigio was a red wine. I, like I, um, it was mostly the business side of things. For Mom Avila, it was an exciting opportunity. Working with the family on a venture that uh, is a growing industry in Nova Scotia, we all like wine. Yeah, and an opportunity to grow even more. But it was risky and Carl still had some convincing to do. Just thought he was just kind of throwing it out there, whatever. So um, the next morning I wake up, I pick up my phone and there is a string of a hundred messages back and forth. He had created this chat with his parents 
and his brother introducing this idea of buying a winery. And then I was like, oh, he was actually kind of serious about this. We went through the due diligence period and uh, the condition I uh, took it on was, uh, you know, I've been behind a desk for 45 years of my life, 30 years with the Halifax Regional Municipality and 15 years with the town of Windsor as the chief administrative officer. I didn't want to be behind, be behind the desk and Carl promised that he'd look after the business end of things. All I wanted to do was manage the uh, the back end, you know, the uh, the um, vineyard and being outside. But that's how we got into this this venture. And while right now is boom time for the wine industry in Nova Scotia, Avondale Sky is one of the oldest vineyards in the province. So to tell you the rest of the story, you need to go back in time to 2009. The village of Walton hasn't seen this kind of excitement in God only knows how long. What do you guys think of all of this? Oh, it's a miracle to me. I think it's short of, short of a miracle. The winery's original founders, Stuart and Lorraine, believed strongly in sustainability. Moving from the city, they wanted to find and repurpose old buildings rather than build new. That's how an old barn from the St. Croix Riverbanks first came to live at the winery. But the miracle the witnesses you heard from that old CBC report were talking about was their most ambitious repurposing project yet. One day they stumbled across an old building in nearby Walton, and they were inspired. Mama Vila has taken on the role of chief historian. The uh, previous owners were looking for a place to display their wine. So this was an old Anglican church, uh, St. Matthew's Anglican Church, built in 1837. Um, it was deconsecrated in 2008-2009 and at that point in time it was going to be destroyed. They saw this church, fell in love with it, uh, bought it for all of $1.67 because in those days, in 1837, the community built the church. So there was hardly any money that the archdiocese had to pay for it. They had to move it from where they were located. They couldn't move it by road because of the high ceiling and low power lines. They didn't want to move it in pieces and put it together. So they floated it down the river all in one piece, 40 tons of it. Armed with cameras and makeshift chairs, the moving of this old church was a sight not to be missed. Makes a little excitement, just look around. I've never seen this many cars more in my life. <laughs> Are you nervous? Very. <laughs> they put it on a flatbed, the flatbed moved onto a barge and floated it down. It took 24 hours. Have you ever transported a church down the river? Never, never. And the whole town has showed up. Yeah, that's what I said. I said, holy crap. <laughs> Because our Avon River and the Minas Basin is part of the Bay of Fundy, which has the highest tides in the world, they had to time it so that it would leave at the best high tides possible. Even with that, it stopped in Hansport uh, to allow another second set of high tides to come and then brought it over here. So with the tide and weather on their side, they pull away to applause, no less. Everyone happy that their little church that stood in their village since 1844 will be converted after its water journey to a place that makes wine. And this is one memory they'll treasure. 
all in one piece, no damage done to the beautiful stained glass windows or the structure or the flooring or anything like that. Today, the stunning church sits pride of place in the community of Newport Landing. In its new lease of life, it's the focal point and symbol of the winery. Uh, come on in. Uh, you can see it's still got a lot of history and we've tried to modernize it a little bit with some of the merchandise and obviously the wine and uh, different displays. But it's got a lot of character. We have a lot of people that come here that, you know, their parents were married in this church or they were baptized in this church and they happen to like wine too, so it works out well for us and uh, they like to come and, uh, and see it. So this is, it's, it's got a nice blend of, I guess, the past and the future. People have come in here from other parts of the country and I've heard them say, wow, wow, oh my, oh my. And I think to myself, uh, what's the oh my? And they say, this is just absolutely gorgeous. As a visitor to Avondale Sky, the original and ornate stained glass windows are an unforgettable feature. I have been to Florence, where I've seen some stained glass windows at the Basilica across from the dome. Um, and some of them look as beautiful as that. In the summer, when the sunbeams are coming through, you can actually see on the countertop, on the counter, the sunbeams shining uh, red, yellow, and green. We'll head over this way and uh, we have a, a mural here that was spray painted by, a, 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 again, a, a local artist, local meaning from Halifax, a, a friend of mine that I grew up with. Uh, and he, uh, he does a nice depiction of the story of how this church came. It just, sometimes, you know, it helps. Uh, a picture says a thousand words, so it allows us to kind of tell it. And we also have an actual picture of it here, uh, not far to kind of show people the actual, but, and then just through here, we've got a, a, a window that kind of looks down uh, into what I would call the actual winery, where the, where, where the money is, has to be made, because if you don't have the wine to sell, you, you don't really have much of a business. So, um, so yeah, these, these are just some of the tanks. There's more tanks on the left-hand side, but this is just a nice way when we're giving a tour uh, to, to customers that come here, we don't always have the ability to take them right down into the bowels of the winery. So this is a way that they can just see it. They can get a bit of the history of the church here. They can see down below and see the number of different tanks we have. You can see my dad down there walking through. You can see Maria uh, giving us a wave. For Louis and Avila, life has changed a lot since they first arrived in Canada. I got here in 1972. I came as a refugee from Uganda. This was Idi Amin's, uh, Idi Amin's reign of terror. So we arrived in Montreal in October. Actually, it'll be 50 years this coming October. Uh, it was a military barracks, and uh, we actually had a choice of where we should be uh, going to, you know, which province would be best, be best suited for our family. So after doing some you know, preliminary looks, you know, that we looked at where everybody was standing. Everybody wanted to go to Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver. And so those provinces, they had, they had booths set up from British Columbia all the way to the Atlantic provinces. And uh, we saw nobody was going to the Atlantic provinces. So I said to my mom, I said, that's where we're going. We're going over, over there. 
And for Avila, the spirit of adventure has always been her driving force. I, I finished high school at 14 and uh, uh, went on to university, four-year degree. I knew that there was something, my world was too small over there and I wanted to expand. Anyway, when I did come to Canada, I came with my mom and younger brother and uh, I came with $3 in my pocket. And I always had the savings goal. I have no idea why. So I went up to Toronto. I was still a teenager, went up to Toronto on my own, got a job uh, with a financial institution, which is where I wanted to be, and absolutely loved that field of work. I started working in the very first week as a, as a grocery store clerk. As a 19-year-old, I had all of my brothers who were younger than me, and they had to go to high school, so all of a sudden it was like I, you know, I had to do something to, to get uh, my family, you know, uh, and my mother uh, didn't have too many skills, so she had to take a job as a dish, dishwasher. Um, so between herself and myself, you know, we had to find a way to make things work. Uh, we were able to, you know, to sort of live there, put my brothers through high school, uh, and save some to put myself through university uh, a few years later. It's very easy to see why Carl and Sean are deeply inspired by their parents. To know what they've gone through, the ups and downs, uh, and to start from the bottom down here and then move their way up to where we're, we as a family are able to afford a winery uh, and then build that legacy for the Catinos. From the background that my parents brought, uh, hard work was obviously instilled and, you know, my brother and I, you know, we grew up watching, you know, our parents work hard and uh, you just, I guess you're, that's how you're brought up. That's the nurture part of your life. Uh, and I know if you ask them, they'll probably tell you they never thought they'd be a business owner. Uh, and, and I could probably understand that, uh, but they've always worked as hard to be business owners. Avondale Sky has always been more than just a business. It had a staff of local people employed by the old owners. So when the Cortino family took over, they knew there would be a transition. Well, it's it's interesting because, uh, you know, I, I know it concerned some of our staff when they saw five of us coming in as co-owners. And it was like, okay, this is going to be a problem, you know. Somebody's going to be, they're going to be trampling over each other. We're going to get five different people telling us to do five different things. In a small community, businesses like this provide more than just a job. Team members like Vineyard Crew Jamie have a personal history that goes way back. Yeah, well, my family roots can probably be traced straight back to the shipbuilding days back here in this particular area. This vineyard uh, was here when I was a kid, but I grew up through here, playing in the woods and everything all through here. And if you look at some of the very old maps and everything, like the, the land that the vineyard is now sitting on used to hold quite a few families. There's some old uh, roads that go back through the woods and there was 11, 11 or 12 homesteads back through the woods directly behind the vineyard. And through the vineyard, there were three or four other ones. Some of the roads that we used to go from section to section actually used to be old physical roads that the shipbuilding uh, people used to, to use daily. So there's old wells and foundations and everything all over the place after the shipbuilding days kind of died down. Population dropped off and now you just got a bunch of 
crazy rednecks that love it out here. <laughs> so, for the venture to thrive, the family knew they needed some defined roles and responsibilities. Uh, we have all got our own area of discipline, you know, like I, I'm, if it's anything to do with the viticulture end, it's me. Uh, my father, Louis Catino. So Louis, uh, my dad's, you know, hey, amazing career as a sort of a bureaucrat in different areas of uh, municipal government in Nova Scotia. And, um, but one thing he was always a passion for him was he had a green thumb. So it's like, Dad, you know what? Make this place look pretty, whatever that takes. So and and so you know whether it's all the gardens, which look amazing and immaculate. He does all the property management in general. He'll do everything from mowing the grass here. And then what he really has taken an enjoyment to uh, is working in the vineyard. So he's taken a lot of uh, a lot of time and spent a lot of time with the guys and girls in the vineyard learning about the grapes. For, for dad, he also does our vineyard tours. So, you know, a lot of times wineries will have, you know, of course they'll have staff say, yeah, well, they give you a tour and it's they're great. Uh, but people have really liked the fact that you have an owner taking you out to see his vineyard and talking to you about the grapes and fielding questions and dad loves it and he's good at it. It's anything to do with business development and and all of the stuff it's Carl. Uh, I am the president, fancy name, and operations manager. What that really entails is overseeing uh, all of our operations, both uh, retail, wholesale, uh, working with our winemaker, working with our vineyard manager to know what grapes are we growing, what wine are we making, who's going to buy it, where are we going to sell it. It's anything to do with retail management and the uh, restaurant and Sean uh, and the you know the wine wine tasting sommelier side. My wife Jamie, she is our social media uh, manager, consultant, whichever one you want to call it. Uh, she does all of our correspondence with any customer inquiries, and we kind of carved that role because we knew we had the, the four kids at home and it wouldn't be possible for us to both be on site, but yet we both play critical roles uh, in the business running every day. Last, but certainly not least, is my mom, Avila Catino. Uh, so she does everything behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. So she's payroll, bookkeeping, uh, benefits, uh, health and safety, <laughs> all those things that businesses need to have. And then she also, you know, by choice, works in our retail uh, store and, and works our our cash right so she's the sort of the last person you see and sometimes the greeter when you come in but she's definitely the last person you see before you leave to help leave that lasting impression and um, part of what the way we've built our model because there is five of us is to leverage the fact that there's five of us so we have a great team of employees and staff both in the vineyard and in the winery and in the kitchen uh, but for us it's we want to be the first touch point. An, own, like, an owner will be your first touch point. If you reach out on social media, you'll get Jamie. If you call the winery, you'll get uh, Avila or Sean. You know, if you're reaching out for private events, if you're reaching out from a restaurant or wholesale, you're going to get me. If you're in the vineyard, you're going to get my dad. You know, so we cover our butts in that sense that chances are you're going to meet one owner of Avondale Sky when you come here. Don't know which one, uh, but you're going to meet one and you can tell them and sometimes you meet five, you know, so uh, that that is what I think is kind of makes us different. And that's what everybody's role is uh, outside of just trying to be the best we can be every day. We're all in, but we're, we've all got a special interest and none of us seem to have uh, uh, disagreed with the other. I mean, we do have our board meetings as a family and but we exchange you know with this frank exchange about what we'd like to see changed or what we can do better uh, 
uh, how we can improve our service and and so on. So it's uh, as a as a family, we're working well together. We all know clearly what our roles are. Yeah, we want to make it feel like you're coming to our house. You know, how would you how would you treat a guest coming to your home? Um, we want them to feel like that. We want our staff to feel like that, uh, and to convey that same feeling to to our uh, customers. As the family settled into their roles and got to know the team, they found some surprising shared passions to bond over. A really interesting story. When we first bought this business, we came in and, you know, um, I, my, myself and my brother, we've always been hip-hop fans, right? We, we went down and, and our winemaker, Ben, has actual pictures of rappers on the tank so he can tell the tanks apart. So there's Biggie, there's Rakim, there's now the tall skinny one there, that's Snoop. So, you know, like those are kind of some of the things, because otherwise it's like, what, a tank one, tank two, tank three, tank 18. So it's like, they're all named after rappers. There's Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim's just a small tank, but she's she's feisty. Uh, so anyway, that's just some of the stuff that we have here, which uh, kind of keeps it fun. So when we saw that, we're like, man, this is like perfect. This guy, we're, we're, we're cut out of the same cloth. Since they took over, Carl is now seeing some amazing upsides beyond the excitement of a new business. You know, like a lot of people, uh, you know, my wife talks to her mom every day. Uh, I, now I talk to my parents multiple times a day, but before it was like once every week, once every two weeks, maybe it was a text, maybe it was an email, maybe it was a brief phone call, maybe they popped in when they were going to Costco, you know, and all of a sudden it's like, we're talking all the time every hour about something totally different but still maybe relevant to the business and then we, we break and we talk about family and we talk about the grandkids and all that stuff too it's a whole to me a lease on life it, just something that i didn't know very much about before but i am so eager to learn every little bit of the business it went from like we're not so sure we want to buy a winery, we want to travel and just enjoy retirement too. You can't keep them away from there. Just being working with my with my sons, you know, it's a, uh, it just is, I don't know how to describe it, but when, when you're in a family business and you can work together and do what we do, uh, yeah. uh, my biggest fear about retirement was that I was going to get bored. I'm not bored. I'm really active. In fact, um, I, I trimmed down from about uh, 159 pounds. I'm now uh, at about 142. And that's, you know, I'm feeling fit, strong. Oh, high point. Oh, there's so many highs. I guess, uh, well, we recently won a Lieutenant Governor Award for Excellence in Nova Scotia Wines, which was super awesome that our winemaker did that. Um, but really just seeing the growth, I think we've done uh, a lot of changes and uh, it's that to me has been super rewarding. Um, so whether it's from the painting outside to uh, the shelves that I built from scratch for retail uh, to getting the mural done on the, about the story of the winery, um, I think that has been just super rewarding because you put it on your list of things to do um, and try an action for the next year. Uh, and we made a lot of those things come through, come, come, come to fruition. Um, and so really that's what I've always loved about business is that autonomy. Um, you set your mind and you get to make those decisions and then you go and execute. And I, that to me is just, uh, you can't put a price on that. In the next episode, as the Cortino family begins to blossom, fate throws them a curveball. 
well, two months after we bought it, COVID hits, it was like, oh man. We've put a lot on our plate that we might not be able to, uh, we've bit off more than we can chew. If you'd like to know more about Avondale Sky Winery, visit avondalesky.com or search Avondale Sky on social media platforms. This has been a Podstarter production. production.